0: KYW original podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW in depth. I'm recording our, I'm now recording our conversation, Tom. Beautiful. Cool. All right, let's get into it. I'll do a little intro first. Okay.
1: For a lot of people looking at at least two weeks off from work could be devastating. Paying bills is going to be hard, much less buying food for the family. Fortunately, some community groups and churches are stepping up to help out where they can. KOW's Cherry Gregg is here on KOW In Depth to talk about this. Cherry, I know you're running around today, so thank you so much for taking the time.
0: My absolute pleasure. It's my job, and I love it. So I'm glad to see so many people stepping up.
1: And, and speaking of, so you, you spent your day with a couple different people today doing good work. That's, that's definitely needed now, but it's going to be needed more in the days and weeks to come. So let's start in North Philadelphia and New Kingdom Baptist Church. What's going on there?
0: Yeah, well, um, the senior pastor there, there Daniel Jackson. Uh, Daniel Jackson, senior pastor of the New Kingdom Baptist Church. Uh, kicked off a two-week effort to provide free hot breakfast and lunch for families in that North Philadelphia neighborhood. They're located at Masher and Cumberland in the heart of a very uh, low income area of North Philly. Uh, today we've decided to take the initiative because of the coronavirus and the schools being shut down to provide hot meals, breakfast and lunch to the kids in our community. Many families did not plan to have all their kids home and to have to be providing multiple meals and snacks and everything to kids For for multiple weeks. And so um, this effort um, comes from the church raising about $1,800 over this past weekend to be able to um, provide this service. And uh, they had their members of the congregation who are now uh, working from home or told to go home and not work. And so those people have come in, they're cooking and serving uh, members of the community uh, as much as they can to kind of offset these unexpected restrictions that keep people at home for at least the next couple of weeks.
2: So we rallied our leadership and our congregation, we shared with them the vision that we had to make sure that we could provide it, people donated. Uh, we raised funds in a very swift time uh, to provide a hot breakfast and hot lunch and I just been excited of the way that the people responded in my congregation.
1: Yeah, so what what's the setup over there? What what does it look like?
0: Um, Well, they have a few tables um, with about seats for about five to six people. Um, They have a kitchen down in there, so they're cooking. They made. a grilled and fried chicken um patties for kids and and french fries, and they were baked french fries. Let me put that in there and then they um and they had games um coloring for kids and things like that. and um, I did speak to a couple of the volunteers um who said that they were just happy to get out the house number one and number two um excited to to give back. What's your name, Deborah? Deborah, Deborah smalls to yeah. come on out cuz
2: um I work for I drive the school bus for Brightside Academy so all the daycares and stuff are closed the schools so I just come here and get my time since the schools are to help feed the children yeah. and do what we can do you know and I feel for the parents because a lot of them still have to go to work and then by them closing the schools and the daycares where there at least the children you know so you know where they go so God's will that this would turn out to be such a great thing where they would at least the children in the community here would have some place to come for a while and at least to get a good meal because even if the parents are trying to make something, they're not able to to cook them a decent
0: meal. This way they're getting a nice, hot, nourished lunch and breakfast. Check out the food, see what they got on here. When I arrived, it was slow traffic, but I think um, that as the days tick on, They're expecting traffic to pick up um, as the word gets out, and people feel more um, pressed. They're expecting more people to be there.
1: Yeah, well, uh, you know, I I imagine for a ton of people, you still have food in the fridge and in the in the cupboards. But you know, if if you're not going to get another paycheck, you know, if you already had that pay period, you might need food in next week. That might be when people are really needy for this.
0: Yeah, I think as the days. As as this stretches out and there's less options to go out to eat and people's money get the money gets tighter and tighter. I think we'll we'll see it pretty packed come next Monday um, because this is payday. This Friday is payday for a lot of people. And for a lot of people, they may not get a check. And even if you get some type of assistance, we're going into the end of the month. Um, and so it's going to be a tough um, couple of weeks so, for families. Uh, it's going to be over the next two weeks, uh, this week and next
2: week. Uh, Breakfast starts at 8.30 and ends at 10 o'clock. Lunch starts at 12 noon and ends at uh, 1.30. And my goal is not just for our church to be able to be an impact, but for churches in the surrounding areas and even in different locations. Because the mandate that we have as a church is to be a blessing to the community and give back what god has already given us so i'm hoping that this be a catalyst to start something so that even the kids that's necessary not in our community can be fed as well
0: so is it only the kids or can the parents eat too
2: parents kids we even had a few strangers that that we were able to bless yes so, so who
1: is uh you, who in general is in the building who's working there and who's 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 walking the door
0: um, I saw, like, um, there's, there's, a, there were a few families in there with kids, uh, newborns, um, new moms, you know, single moms and things like that. Um, cause as you can imagine, um, you know, if you're at home with babies, um, the babies don't get the free lunches from the schools, uh, and so they, There's no meals for them. And so um, when you have kids that are not school age and they're at home, those are the ones that really need that extra um, that's provided um, from New Kingdom and other organizations.
1: Yeah, understood. So this is just one of the bright spots that you focused on today in Philadelphia. Tell me about mm-hmm. the other people you talked to today, what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Oh, I talked to Anton Moore. He runs a nonprofit in South Philadelphia called Unity in the Community. They're known for having Peace Week in July and uh, doing big uh, gifts and celebrations during the holidays. Um, but um, over the weekend, they held a food drive where they raised lots and lots of food and money, and they were able to deliver groceries to about 80 different low-income families. Mostly seniors and single moms with kids. And so they, um, Anton Moore dropped off food on uh, today. Um, and then they also got a huge donation from Milan Rouge. She's an owner, Milan of Milan Rouge. She owns a, a um, a shop on, um, Spring Garden. And so he was going to take a number of families on a grocery and supply shopping spree. Um, but unfortunately, they were unable, uh, Tom, to find grocery stores that were stocked. Um, so instead, um, Anton told me that they are doing, he's putting a puzzle together, getting some things from this store, some things from that store, ordering stuff online and trying to put together um, grocery and supply packets for uh, as many families as he can.
1: Yeah, I feel you. I, w- I went to the store uh, yesterday and there was no bread, and no toilet paper and no tissues. And uh, I think yeah, one other random thing they're just totally out of milk.
0: Yeah. And, no milk. Look- and Trader Joe's had no frozen items at all. Like so no frozen dinners, no meats, nothing. Um, so it's it's been difficult. Um, and I should mention I did a story today as well. Um, Groups, agencies from out of state are coming into Philadelphia, and Pennsylvania, because they're desperate for supplies. So not only are our stores having to service the folks here, but you know you got folks who are, have nothing in their states or their areas, and they're coming here also looking for supplies. So it's it's tough on the stores.
1: Yeah, and it, it should also it's important also to you know remember that Philadelphia is a poor city. It's called the 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 poorest big city, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. so there there are a lot of families and you know a lot of single parent families, low income families that really that really need the help that maybe a grocery store trip could could provide.
0: Yeah, and I think now that we've seen, you know, moratorium on evictions and, and you know, disconnections of electricity and other utility services, that's going to pr- provide a, a reprieve. But you got to think, if you're a mom who's an hourly worker and you have three kids and um, you can't go to work right now, so you're not going to get a check on Friday – and you got your kids home all day, even if they get the free lunches from the schools, you still got to think about dinner and snacks and the weekends. And kids tend to eat more when they're home. So these organizations recognize that and they're trying to provide those services uh, to those families as, as quickly as possible and, and get to them before it becomes an emergency situation. And so doing it now, when this um, these restrictions start, they're hoping to uh, cut it off at the head and, and never get to the families to the point where they're, they're actually hungry and said, we want to, you know, they want to stop that.
1: So the, the latest we're hearing is that this COVID-19 pandemic is not going to end in two weeks. It might be several months from now is, uh, our, our folks, uh, at the church and, and unity in the community, are they planning on, on keeping on doing this for the long haul?
0: Um, I, I don't even think they can wrap their head around, um, the idea that this could this could go through August. I think at this point they're going day by day. Um And when you're talking about not being able to find toilet paper and um meat <laughs> like chicken. OK, today, I think that's all they can think about is how they're going to handle the emergencies of today. And they'll worry about tomorrow, I guess, when tomorrow comes.
1: Yeah. Hey Cherry, any other any other takeaways that you had from uh, from spending your time finding people who are doing good things today?
0: Um, just that you know what, um, we we can't just think about ourselves, and um, that we ought to be mindful of not hoarding, um, you know, not taking more than what we need because. Um, you know, there's a lot of folks who need supplies, and there's other folks who have an abundance of supplies. So just be, you know, mindful that you know, you know, don't just take what you need, um, you know, <laughs> because there's a lot of folks who are trying to get, you know, buy meat and chicken and milk and things, and there's none left. Um, so we got to remember that we want to make sure that we all can survive this.
1: Yeah, think about other people because odds are you don't have it the worst out there.
0: Yeah. And I will say this, that um, everybody I spoke to, uh, they were very concerned, but I was at a church. So people were prayed up, so to speak. Um, so they, they had a, a level of faith and resilience that they would get through this. Um, and so that that was inspiring to me, um, hearing them say, you know what, no matter what, I know we're going to survive this.
1: All right, Jerry, thank you so much for your time and the good work as always. All right. Anytime. Thanks, Tom. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. I'm Tom Rickert, and we'll be back with another episode soon.